Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, thank you. Isn't that funny? My husband just said I've made you something special and he presented me a cup of water. Yeah, clear fluid in a glass. Oh, What's you're not going to guess. Smell that water. Lemon. Lemon. No, I, I could have guessed because I saw he sliced up a lemon. Well, that's what threw me off. It's like I saw him slice lemon. And I, thought I thought he was going to put a twist in it. That's what I thought. So, But it's nice because sometimes I, I get frustrated by... Um, sorry, hold on. Thank you, Michael. Um, and thank you for my sparkling water. Yeah, hospitality, eh? Yeah. Um, sometimes I get frustrated when there's too much like garnish in the water mm-hmm. and you think, what is this, a salad? Yeah, you know. What is this? A, that's why I say to the waiter. What is this, a salad? No, it's <laughs> could you a water with one slice an, of cucumber in it. Could you imagine being an asshole to a waiter? <laughs> yeah. You could? I Yeah. What's the worst thing you think you could say? And then we'll go to the theme song. Um, It's cold, take it back. And just like nothing. No, no, excuse me, nothing. <laughs> just like that. That's my injury. It's Here's cold. your salad, sir. It's cold, take it back. It's a salad. Cue theme song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the mail game. They're both mail, and they're both gay. The mail And hey, welcome along to this week's episode of The Male Gaze. We're your hosts, Chris Parker. (laughs) I'm really trying to get the names going again. Like, I don't know why. Just in case someone's coming in fresh. Yeah, and I'm Eli Matthewson. And thank you so much for coming in fresh. And who knows why you're listening. Maybe you've just come out. You're welcome. Oh my God, huge. Huge. We just actually, we should start off um, this week's podcast and from now on Mm. with a list of people who have just newly come out. And we welcome them to the community. Didn't newly come out, but okay. I was on Out.com today just looking at news. Yeah, love it. Pedro Pascal, Omar Apollo. Do you know Omar Apollo? Um, a musician? Yeah. Was, was rumoured to be dating... Frank Ocean. Oh, but was also rumoured to be like flirting with... Or was seen hanging out with like... Pedro Pascal. That's who I saw no, this morning. No, there was another one. Oh, but amazing. Yeah. No, but there was like a famously like straight... Like Shawn Mendes. Oh, yes, they were. I think he was hanging out with Shawn Mendes. Yeah. Yeah, God. I'm up gross. on the goss. Yeah, Call me it. the scandal queenie. Yeah. So what were Pedro and Omar doing? Well, kind of just hanging out. I, 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 the photo was not really wide enough to see the context of what they were doing. Uh, leaving a door. Leaving a door. Like exiting a building. Oh, I see. Not leaving a door. They leaving were, a door ajar. They dragged a door into the street. <laughs> Dropped it in the middle. Left. There's also big rumours about like, um, well, not rumours, big kind of buzz about Harry Styles shaving his hair. Yeah, and like the blurriest photo ever. And people are like, this can I just does. say on that? Mm. I think there needs to be a little bit of like work done on the sort of social conversation mm-hmm. around men's hair loss. And the kind of like... Because all I'm seeing is a discourse is like from Harry Stans being like, if he's lost his hair, like I'm going to lose my mind. It's like, what's the point in living anymore? And I'm like, the sort of yes. like, you'll be so ready to talk about like body positivity and mm-hmm. embracing your flaws no matter what. And then as soon as like a guy who you have sort of sexually objectified, and this, this is a men's right podcast, yeah, starts losing his Actually, hair. Actually, stop looking at us that way. <laughs> Actually, we're people too. But I'm like, he's going to lose his hair. Eventually. Well, well, not necessarily. Well, eventually it'll recede. Maybe a little. But some, some men live big, long lives and they never lose a, dr- a single follicle. <laughs> not a single follicle. They have every hair they were born with. <laughs> and more because you... you gr- Do you grow follicles? That's a really interesting point. Yeah. I, sh- I, well, I think babies are bald as fuck. But surely you're born <laughs> with all the fo- follicles you are going to use later on. Just nothing's coming out of them. Are you born? Hey Siri, 
I'm desperate to, I'm like, I, I can't continue. Hold on. Are you, it's so early in the game, born, like, it's like, because you're born with your, I was going to say your, your finger um, prints. Yeah, yeah. No, there's other stuff that you're born with. Well, eh? like, a woman is born with all, all of the, the eggs. Now, we know that for sure. We know that for a fact. We don't need to Google it. Siri, we don't need to know but that But men one. aren't born with all the sperm in their sacks. No, men can keep making newbies. But babies get erections. Yeah, I remember. And that's crazy, isn't I it? I remember a friend of mine, Vanessa Wells. She's actually the voice of, of the countdown self checkout, talking about her sons who were very young at the time and how babies got bonus. Isn't and that her funny sons are now teenagers, so apologies if they might still be getting them. They might. I would say might is actually a pretty weak <laughs> word to describe. Funny, what's to, think, funny to think about that now whenever you go to the countdown self checkout. Are you born with all your. Hair follicles. Okay, people have asked the question. Babies are born with all the hair follicles they'll need in their lifetime. Wow. <laughs> what? On average, people come into this world with about 5 million hair follicles. Holy, there's so many. And then, okay, so here's a question. What cra- do they look like? Yeah, because I think a, a national inquiry needs, or I think we actually need to do more on just like learning about what hair is. My follicles are quite big, I feel like. You know, like You've I got like, like a big hole. Yeah, I feel like I can really see the follicle. And I feel like if a baby had as many follicles as I have, I would you'd see it. Here's where I'm going wrong, is I imagine your head uh-huh. is filled, it's like a big ball of hair, and then it slowly comes through. But you create like something. Like that little toy that was Play-Doh, and then you push the hair through. Yeah, that's what my brain's like imagining. But yeah. that's not how, I mean, I'm sure there's... there's a brain in there. Ooh. There's a brain. <laughs> and a skull. <laughs> and it's b- waiting to be used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I just did something terrible at work. What did you do? It's Diwali and um, some beautiful um, co-workers had, had like truly made like so much food and done this incredible thing. It was on a different floor. Yeah. There's a like upstairs is like the marketing people and they're just p- partying all the time. Mm-hmm. And then... Wait, yeah, be- <laughs> upstairs is the market. Of course they are. They're just popping off, you know. Or I don't even know if they're marketing. I don't know. I don't know what they do, but they're, they they're always celebrating. Is it a birthday or like we've reached a milestone in something? Yeah, I think a lot of milestones. Okay. A lot of targets obtained. And then, but th- this was uh, about Diwali. So some people at work had like made this beautiful Indian food and there was like um, a beautiful uh, art all around it. And then I was like truly helping myself to way too much. But um, but there was heaps of it, so it didn't matter. Mm. But what did matter is that I then kind of like lifted my plate and realized I had put my plate in like, a piece of sand art, like a beautiful oh, like my. picture. <laughs> oh, no. Not the only one. Like, there was a few in between all the plates, and then I lifted my plate and I saw what I had done. And and I just didn't kept tell it quiet and walked away. Yeah. Well, you didn't keep it quiet. You put it on a podcast. Someone will find out. Probably. It'll get back through to you. I saw that one of the other pieces of sand art. The, the same thing had happened. Okay, so I wasn't the only. So I wasn't the only, the only one. I'm not the only guilty one. Hey guys. Thanks so much for coming to the Diwali um, party. We'll not be doing it next year. <laughs> we got some complaints about people ruining the sand art. People were putting their dirty plates on it. Yeah. Um, actually, we have obtained footage. I am not your mother. Please don't... You know those like passive aggressive ones? <laughs> Please get up for yourself. Anyway, yeah, that was it. Wow. But the food was so good. Amazing. Yeah, too. I mean, what... I, I'm just trying to think... Like, what is the best version of, like, how to get out of that? Like, to go, like, I'm so... Like, it's worse, I think, to announce, I'm so sorry, mm. I've put my plate on the sand art because you're suddenly making it about, about you. Me. Yeah. I had an instinct, to, and what I wanted to ask immediately... I looked, I looked, I looked and I, what I was going to say immediately was, was that... Is that going to be hard to redo? <laughs> Actually, you should have done what the lady did with the picture of Jesus when she redid the face, and just sort of get your fingers in there. Fingers. (laughs) And everyone's like, "Is Eli using (laughs) the sand? Is he doing his own sand art sculpture? Does he think he's got sort of qualified to do?" And then you go like, "I've got anxiety. This is great for my anxiety." Something like that. (laughs) Just like immediately label it. Those coloring books for me. Exactly. This is like those coloring books for me. That should have been the first thing I said. Hey guys, I'm so sorry. This is a bit like one of those coloring books for me, but I have also ruined this. Someone's hard work. (laughs) But it's helping with my anxiety. I don't know if I... I think... uh, 
I don't know if I, I, I have this draw every now and then to want to work in an office. Mm. I think I would enjoy it, but maybe for only, like, it's the same draw, I think, in me that wants to run a farm. You do go into offices. Yeah. Offices. I make, like, a, I'm, I would say I'm, like, a guest cameo yeah. in an office. Like, I'll sort of come in and everyone's like, wow, and then I sort of get around, get some laughs, get a bit of a rousing applause and then leave. But mm. I'm never sort of, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a mainstayer. I call cast of any office. I've become that, and I and I think I have. And are you like, what's your what's your character in the office? Well, I made a huge thing happen in the office. Is this the forks? The forks, yeah. And that really suddenly, it was like everyone knew who I was. That's interesting. And and everyone, when they saw me, they were, they would say they'd pat me on the shoulder. They'd say, "Thanks for what you did with the forks." Really? Yeah. Someone spoke up finally. Yeah. That's a good way of making yourself known is sort of finding a reason like to use your voice. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. stand up and sort of like you're putting yourself out there to be like, Hi, I'm Eli. Yeah. But also on this issue. I'm Eli and you you're gonna want to remember that name because today I change everything in this office and the way it conducts itself. Michael and I are having sort of a similar issue with the apartment. Because you may have picked up on some of the details of the recent episode, like and and a sort of chemistry that Eli and I have fostered over these past few weeks, where we're doing it face to face, face to face, back Zoom no more, and maybe never again, never again. But we are now in my apartment, which I bought an apartment, which feels like just incredible. But it's you know, there's I don't know, maybe seventy something um, apartments in this building, yeah, and it's really hard. I want to be like. In the center of this community, I want this whole building to be kind of about me, and I'm sort of trying to do ways like things to get myself known around here, and it's of, not working. Is that in terms of like elevated conversations? Or well, that's the e- main e- port of call. Emails. We don't have emails. We've got a Facebook group. Oh, that's cool. We posted, "Hey, welcome, we're welcome." You know, here we are with yeah. our face. We picked a photo that wasn't like me doing stand up or anything. It was just like. We're just two gay men. Yeah, we're here. Deal with it. We're queer. Get used <laughs> to it. You. We heard some of the views that exist in this apartment building. We're ready to change the scene. So, um, Are there other gays here? Surely. Yes. I think there's like three gay couples on our block, on this floor alone. Oh, my God. There's a God. lot of gay people in here. Jesus. But I've noticed a thing I've done recently in the elevator. I'm trying to work on it. Mm. I keep introducing myself to people's dogs first. So th- literally this morning, like my neighbor, I was like, and what's this wee one's name? And she was like, this is Molly. Also, I'm Fleur. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I've done this is the second time I've done that. I've introduced myself to the dog first. I don't know why. what's this full size one's name? <laughs> <laughs> and what's this gorgeous woman called? <laughs> Are the dogs, uh, is there a good There's a huge dogs? variety. Yeah, cool. uh, and that, I do like the sort of... Um, Chance, you know, it's like a um, mm. when you used to get one of those goodie bag, those lucky dips at the god, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, and can I say, and boys and girls, that's what I was always about to say. One of the girls, that was probably one of the first moments of like the sort of displacement of my gender energy because it wasn't for me about like I didn't, I know for some people it's about like. A way of identifying of yes, how they yeah, feel inside yeah, themselves, yeah. but for me it was like just the pressure of like knowing that the boys was I'm not going to be interested in. And yeah, I don't want an army man. No, I want lip gloss. Yeah, <laughs> I want the hair clip kit or something. Yeah, or like a pink spinning top. Well, that's just like I find the girls' toys to be more creative. It's more open ended because it's like drawing, bouncy ball, makeup, hair, costumes, bubbles. Mm. Whereas guys, it's like an animal or a, like a soldier. It's a lot of soldiers, especially Lucky Dips. I feel like you are getting some pro-war figurines. Yeah, although, <laughs> and like I found as well, like the um, the loot bag when you used to, which mm, that's finished. We never, that you're never getting those again. Nah. But um, you, I used to always get a parachute glider, man. Oh, I do like those. You I do? don't like army men who are just stationary, but to chuck it up or what? But that's maybe more because I like floating mm. rather than what's floating. You're like he's be- flying away from his feelings. Yeah, <laughs> and I relate to that as a nine-year-old boy in the closet. <laughs> yeah, I want to jump out of a plane and slowly <laughs> descend into a beautiful island paradise. So here's the other thing that's going on in the apartment. Uh huh. On the basement floor, we have a. Com- there's only like there's not many aspects of this place that have like community things going on. It's very individualistic. Mm-hmm. Like there's no big like community barbecue area or whatever but yeah. there is a community bookshelf 
in the basement floor. And what people do is that they have a whole bunch of books that they don't want anymore because they're downsizing or whatever and they just yeah. hoof them into the shelves. And I thought, well, I'll contribute here. So I put a copy of Here for a Good Time, a book written by none other than my, me myself. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not just going to like chuck it on the bottom shelf. I'll put it like on the second shelf right at the end so you can see it yeah, nice. in the hopes that it'll be gone tomorrow because yeah. it's like you go past it when you go to the bins. Of course. It, I went the next day, gone. It's on the bottom shelf, like just chucked on top. So someone had like taken it out from its place <gasps> and then put it in the bottom. they not back where it was. You don't think they took it, read it in a day? Because I reckon you could read your book in a day. <laughs> I, I'm trying to work out if that's a compliment. <laughs> I'm actually trying so hard to work out how to take that. No, I mean, it's like a fun romp. It's trash. <laughs> it's, it's, got, like a, it's like a Women's Day it's magazine. Like four words a page and quite a lot of pictures. <laughs> so then I got it from the bottom, yeah. put it back where it was, second shelf, right at the front, so that mm-hmm. everyone could see my face as I walked by, as I walked to the bins. Next morning, I check. It's been moved again, back on another shelf, up the top again, like away from its priority spot. I haven't actually checked it since I moved it, like maybe four or five days ago. That This is some enthralling I know. drama. I know. You gotta presume it's someone else in the building who ha- also has their own book and is maybe <laughs> angry that angry. I'm suddenly coming in. They're like, we've actually been living here eight years, yeah. and if you think that you could be the sort of author at the front there, yeah, there's more authors than one in this in this beautiful building. There's actually a few um, private detectives I know who um, work in this building. Really? Yeah, like a bunch. Which is How weird. many private detectives do you know? I know. I just saw someone in a, in a comment being like, "Oh, what a thrill to know there's like more than one private detective living in this building." And I was like, "How cool!" I would love to hear Colin if you <laughs> live in this building. <laughs> no, if you've used a private detective. Yeah. Like I don't think I know anyone, but I guess you wouldn't know. Maybe. Well, that's the whole point. They're private. <laughs> they are. Yeah. I think they're not like a secret. What's the difference between a secret? Agent. Agent. Oh, yeah. They're sort of a spy. A spy. Whereas a private detective is like, hey, I need to work on this case. I've hired you to... I think a private detective is, hey, I think my wife's cheating on me. Can you follow her for a bit? That seems like a spy. No, a spy is like, hi, can you go to Russia and infiltrate (laughs) the Kremlin? (laughs) Do you have a fact of the game? I actually do, and it's so good, so I'm trying to... um, uh, I was trying to really read this properly. <laughs> so for, it was so Congrats. good for once I was trying to read it properly. Couldn't read it in a day. That's interesting. So yeah. This fact of the gay is actually harder to read than my whole book. <laughs> I didn't mean that in a mean way. Okay. Okay. I meant it in a fun way. I got I, I reckon I read half of your book in a day. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, I got through it. Yeah. It's like a, it's it's a fun. It's an easy read. Yeah. Um, and someday I'll finish the other half. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I have, oh, but I can't. I have read the, the whole, fire. I've read the whole thing and I loved it. Here for a good time. I haven't Great read. Book. I haven't read the books you go through it, so that's <laughs> yeah, on no. me. I've got. So but it takes a lot for me to read a book. Yes, I'm actually reading a book at the moment, and it's gay. Nice. Um, What's it called? It is called. <laughs> Hold on. The shards. Oh, Brett Easton Ellis. I've read it. You've read that. Thick, fat-ass book. Yeah, I read it on my Kindle on my um, when I was in America. How long did it take you? Um, not that long because I fucking loved it. Fuck. I was addicted. I, I've i read it the most I've probably read of any book. Yeah, it's, yeah, I've, yeah. Maybe 200 pages or so. But mm. I've still got so far to long. go. It's But long. it's exciting, right? Because I, I didn't actually know anything about it. And then because it's about his real life, but then it's kind of Made not. out? Yeah. Yeah. But it's horny and it's hot. It's really... He's fucking... (laughs) He's having this sort of kind of high school life that we all want. (laughs) I know. It's amazing. I'm like, wait a minute. You're fucking? They're like school jocks? like straight jocks (laughs) and there's a murderer killing people. Was that what you wanted at high school? Well, a bit of excitement. A bit of of gossip. A bit of gossip. It's a fine line between um, gossip and murder, but... It is. It's giving like... It gives me kind of scream energy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, um, I don't even know what I was going to compare it to. Just just a horny LA teenagers, which I feel like in the 90s was like every movie was about LA teens on drugs. I'm loving it. But yeah. I would say I never read more than when I'm reading smart. 
and I think that might be the key for me in terms of upping my reading age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like read more sexy stuff. Shaz is quite is pretty spotty. Oh yeah, mm. I'm like, but it's what I find quite weird is reading sexy stuff next to your significant other. Don't you feel like that feels a bit weird? Yeah, because well, uh, you're sort of like, <laughs> and they're like next to you reading like a sad poem in our instance. But totally, yeah. No, I I felt worse because I read that a lot on the plane. And sometimes I'd be often. I find usually when someone's reading something next to me on the pain, it's almost on the pain. <laughs> I didn't bring it up, but it was funny. <laughs> it's almost always the Bible. I'm constantly looking what? next to me, and the person next to me is on an e-reader reading like like their passage of the day or something. Or a few times, I which we should like, add on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> We should do a Bible verse. Your butt passage. Um, <laughs> um, or writing a sermon. I've had people writing their sermons beside me. I should. I should really let people do whatever they're doing in private. But sometimes I. Well, what up, made me look? What I keep thinking about is because of how sexy this book is. Is that when I ever see people like, like a, you know, a quaint little bookish mm. Matilda, you know, bookworm, reading her book on the on the bus. She's probably reading smart. So many books are. Horny, style. most of them, I would say. The, all the famous ones. Fifty Shades of Grey. As horny as it gets. Jane Eyre. Is that horny? It's like... It's kind of psychosexual. You know, yeah. like he's kind of a bad man and she kind of loves her. Yeah, and it's like, the wind blew up. I saw his ankle. You know, that's enough to get you going. <laughs> and it's funny, in this one, it's like, his hard cock yeah, yeah, he pressed came, against me in the came pool. Came out of the pool, fully erect, <laughs> lay in the hammock. <laughs> masturbated till he came and then it's crazy stuff isn't it and then someone was murdered the next morning and then a dog went missing oh a lot of that fun. stuff it yeah, is fun okay this is about okay here's the fact of your gay of the gay <laughs> i just know that tim has to put the stings in and then i panicked <laughs> that he's like not ready for it here's the effect of your gay <laughs> the way the way as well it must be so annoying. Tim, we love you. We thank we you, love so, you. Thank the, so much for listening to these podcasts. The way we brought up the fact of the guy fully 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. He's edging. He's just like sitting there on the, on the seat What's on the edge again? of his... On the edge of his... Chaise lounge? Seat. I was going to say on the edge of his pants, but that's not the expression. Yeah, edge of your seat. Okay. Um, this article that I found um, is about the word beers, as in gay beers. Yeah. What year would you, if you're guessing, when would you say that that was invented? The subtribe beer. Beer, yeah. Like, who called gay men beers first? It's pre 80s. Uh huh. I reckon it's pre 70s. Mm hmm. Am I close? Or like way off? Okay. Say a year. Oh. <laughs> Say. Take it, take it back, it's cold. Do you know what's a crazy sentence? <laughs> Say a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on pain. I'm sitting on pain. Say, yeah. say a year. Get back to you, gay. We're falling apart. 1886. 1979. Oh, Pretty fuck. recent. I was close. I know, but I didn't want to give you an extra tip because I want to make you do a that. I went so far in the other direction because you were all oh, say a year. Well, I didn't, but that didn't give you in, nothing about that. Suggested it should you should be have been like, eight, ooh, 1800s. Like I said earlier in the 80s, maybe the 70s. And I was like, bang on you the money. You were bang on, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. brother. Yeah. Anyway, there was an article in The Advocate called Who's Who at the Zoo. And it was the first. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It compares both gay men and lesbians to different animals at the zoo. And it's the first time that they found a recorded history of the term bears. Wow. Bears are usually hunky, chunky types reminiscent of railroad engineers and former football greats. Larger chests and bellies than average and notably muscular legs. Do you think this was written? I think it would be earlier than that. I think it would have been used colloquially inside of the community. And then who. Where's the. What's the. Well, what's interesting about this article is that yeah. bears is not the only animal that it refers to. And none of the other ones, I think, have ever been in common use. That's interesting. So it's almost like this one part of it. What else is there? Took off. Okay. There is also owls. Night. Men who stay up at night? They are old gay men, basically. <laughs> oh. Pretty harsh. Uh, male owls are mostly engaged in keeping camp alive. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they never use the pronouns he or him. They use she or her. Oh, yes. Um, 
Yeah, what they eat. Usually something that's been ruined because everyone got so drunk they forgot to watch dinner. And diet pills. God, sad. Oh, sad <laughs> some stuff. Sad that's some sad stuff. Um, here's a really harsh one. Signet swans. Like. What would you guess a signet swan is? Sort of young, arrogant, narcissistic, worried about image. You got it. Yeah. Signet swans are the least interesting of the lot. Oh, brother. Elegant, often beautiful, and devote their lives to cultivating perfect bodies and cheap swank. Um, Twinks? They are are often a good source for real poppers. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite thing that that was in this though, although they never first with what's in, they buy more of it than anyone else. Wow. That is such a read. So you're not first, but then you double down on it. you go crazy on it. That's so true of those people. I know. That's so true. Yeah. What is an example of that? Something that you're sort of late to the... For me, maybe poke bowls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was never going to happen for me. And, bef- like, I literally had one a week. Sorry. One every day for a week. Last week. Where are you getting your poke bowls from? I was doing a writer's room, and they're like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, poke bowls. They have been around for so long. I know. Yeah. And it only took me till now to get on board. I mean, yeah, I'd describe them as pretty good. Yeah, they're, f- they're, okay they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. It's like, there's a couple of things I feel like I'm not ever going to get into in my life. Mm-hmm. I think one of them, I thought about this a lot, and I don't know if I brought it up on the podcast before, but I just don't think I'm ever going to see the movie Amelie. That's a really good choice. I think Amelie, uh, Amelie, Amelie. Well, I don't know how they say it in France. Amelie. Yeah, beautiful. I think it really summed up that period of what, like the kind of twee, boho, the thing yeah. that we all loved and then moved on And I on think it's from. hard to like get back into it. Yeah. You're I never sort you're of right. crawling to go watch that film. She is amazing in it. Just, it's never, I just don't think it's going to... And it's not that I don't want to watch it. I just, the opportunity to watch it hasn't presented itself. It's and been I and gone. I think so. And I thought that's what is, that had happened to me for Poke Bowls. And then before you knew it, like mm. I realized that the door wasn't shut. And in fact, they were inviting me in. And I was closed off. And so that actually needed had to do work from the inside from me. And that's what you have to do with Amelie. I guess so. Well, you need to work on yourself and then you'll be ready to watch it. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how about you? Is there anything that you thought, I'm never going to get into that? And then before you knew it, um, you doubled down on it and then it became your whole personality? Because um, I'll tell you another one when you think of us. Yeah, okay, please, please. Michael's one uh-huh. is because um, I'm all into the TikTok and the Instagram. And I know how old that makes me sound when I say it like that but I'll Good watch TikTok all the time yeah and he's like no 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 no, no. I'm not going to do it but then guess what he's gone into TikTok YouTube shorts that's just TikTok yeah little shorts on YouTube though unbelievable stuff I've never looked at that on my phone I've only looked at a YouTube short on a web browser and yeah. just been so frustrated that it's the shape <laughs> of the phone <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> it's so so dumb um, what is something that other people... He watches them on his phone the way that um, God intended. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Well, that's the right way to watch I should them. really pay for YouTube Premium. That's another thing that I just have closed myself up from, despite using it almost every day. Yeah, and it's crazy because it it's cheaper than like something like Disney+, Plus, which obviously we've all got to unsubscribe for because um, we don't support Israel. We don't support Israel. Um, uh, but yeah, YouTube, like... Well, it's just... It's, 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 it's crazy. It's always th- been free. It's crazy the things we have to boycott, eh? Like, uh, last night I was like, I desperately wanted McDonald's and I was driving home from a gig and I was like, you can't. And there was no one there holding me, like, accountable. Or like, you know, you could have. And I was like, no, you just can't. It's like, almost like, reading the list, I was like, it's kind of the core go-to brand for everything. It's like Ajax. (laughs) Is it Johnson & Johnson? And Dove maybe as well. Nestle. Yeah. What if you, I mean, it's Kiwi Onion Soup. Is that Maggie? I saw Maggie on the list. I know that they're like... Maggie is on the list. Maggie is on the list. I know that there was a main three because they're like trying to like, you know, it's better to like hit three really hard than sort of scatter it everywhere. But I'm like, if you can do other ones, you may as well. Yeah. But Maggie was on the list and I was like, wow, that's, you know, summer's coming around. But I, I do know actually that Corley's, is that that brand? What's Corley's? It's like, they do that like, they do all their little sauces. They do like a um, pickle mayo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cully's. Cully's. However you want to say it. Yeah. That is colours. They've got an onion soup packet. 
So that's your alternative. That's great. And they're a Kiwi brand, are they not? Surely. Or do they just have the vibe of they've the got Kiwi the key, They've got the vibe. <laughs> and you know what? I know exactly what you mean by that. There are just some companies that you're like, they're like Cadbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the longest time, we all thought they were ours. They were, well, because we, we, this beautiful factory was kind of emblazoned. Like, we all knew where it was. It was kind of the main reason to go to Dunedin. It's a very smart idea, actually, if you were like mm. an international, if you were an evil international conglomerate and you wanted a company to feel like, a country to feel like they owned you, just set up a fake factory in the country. Well, especially in, if you're in the realm of chocolate and sweets, because we all know Willy Wonka and it kind of brings us over that memory. That movie is going to be appalling. Yeah. I, every time I see even a second. Uh-huh. Of promotional material for the uh-huh. Wonka movie, we don't lose it. need to understand any more, any further aspect to mm. this fucking stupid little book. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking little book. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka is a fucking little tiny one book of many. Yeah, that we are treating like it's a fucking universe, and it's like we need a prequel, a sequel. I'm like. Enough. No, it's not good. Also, the whole... It's one book for kids. And the whole vibe is that he's a bag, he's a jerk. Yeah. And, and you know, it's not actually his fucking story. It's, it's Charlie's story. story. And Charlie's granddad, whatever yeah. his name Mate. might be. And he would be dead now. Grandpa. Joe. Joe. Yeah. You know what I did? That's what I want to see. Charlie fucking running that factory now because he got given it and his granddad's dead. Well, what happens in the... Um, the glass elevator one. Is that the sequel? Yeah, and it's actually by Roald Dahl. It's canon. Really? Yeah. Roald Dahl. He sounded like Trump. <laughs> God, is he going to become the president? <laughs> yeah, we did a little segment about it on Patty Gale Has Issues last week. And there was a bit where I had to do a line and I was like, am I going to... Do a Trump impression, <laughs> and then literally seconds before it's I was like, rolled out. It's rolled out. Let's see your key into the exit. <laughs> I love roll Dow. If you see the footage of me doing the impression, I do it so quickly because I'm so bad at it. It's 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 one of the it's the cringe. I feel I think it's sort of it's up there with a kind of Borat impression or Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, but both of those have a bit of novelty now, where they kind of are fun again. I don't think a Trump one will ever really be fun again. And although sometimes when people pull it out, it doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to try and do it. This is the best. This is the most immaculate. I can't do it. It's like New York, isn't this it? This podcast. <laughs> I go crazy. I lose my mind. This so podcast is amazing. <laughs> I sound like I'm... You sound so gay. Harvey Feinstein. <laughs> this, this podcast. I love this. Hold on. Give me a sentence. <laughs> I've made the best spaghetti bolognese. I've made... I... I have made the best spaghetti bolognese. No, I sound gay. I can't shake yeah, it. Yeah, you're kind of giving me um, Ray Romano's appearance <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Get out. I think it's just, yeah, I've got a weird, like, um, crispy couple of consonants in there. I think that I was, I was almost going to get into and then I've decided not to get into because I've suddenly realised, wait, everyone has these. Is those... Nike Panda shoes, the white and black ones. Have you noticed that everyone is wearing them? No. I think I saw like one person wearing them and I was like, oh, they're pretty cool. And now I look around and I'm like, wait a sec. Sometimes you, if you're walking down the street and there's young people around you, like they Nike all Panda have the same. shoes. They're the. Um, I'm wearing the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and I don't mention it. They're just a really stark white and black combo. Like a samba. Not Nike samba. Panda Dunks. Panda Dunks, that's the one. This. Yeah, they're. Everywhere, right really, now. they kind of remind those. me of the shoe of because the teenagers now dress like the kids who bullied you at high school, like they dress like that mm, now. And I, yeah, so I yeah. find when I see like a bunch of teenagers in the streets, I sort of run back to the sheets, you know, because I'm scared they're gonna call me a funny name. But are the teenagers who dress like that now the freaks and geeks? I guess so, yeah, yeah, cool. I well, guess that's so. Good, take back, the, take back the power. Would you rather be at high school now or then? Then being when you went. Um, really interesting question. Now, I think. Really? Not at the age I am now, but I think <laughs> I think my high school experience would have been better if I did it now because there's more like specialised subjects and stuff now. Yeah. Right? You can take psychology at high school. You can take 
dance like like dance at my old, old high school they teach dance. <laughs> I think dance was an NCA subject when I was when I, when we were at high it was school. still yeah it was it just but was, it wasn't at many schools it wasn't offered yeah it certainly is now at my old school but the pe- the person who teaches it who is a good friend of mine definitely is not a dancer but. <laughs> Yeah, I think I would. I don't know. I think honestly, the internet would fuck me up too much. Like having the internet at high school. Like I used to barely cope with knowing that people were hanging out in the weekend without me at the time. But to have sort of like video evidence of that, I think would make me feel absolutely psychotic. Did you watch the Mean Girls trailer this morning? No. Came out this morning and and so obviously because it's Mean Girls now. This is another thing that needs to fucking quit it. Go on. Okay. Open your soul, be honest. There's two examples. Well, and this other example is even worse because the fuck Matilda, which is a fucking book, became, became a movie became a musical. Mm. It became a movie of a musical. And Mean Girls is, wasn't a book, but it was a movie, then a musical. No, and it was a book. Are you fucking serious? Mean Girls is an adaptation. The film of a Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was a non-fiction book for parents. I th- well, maybe it was... I don't know if it was for parents or for kids, but it was called like Honeybees and the Beehive or something. Like it was about like the way they described the social hierarchy. It was about animals. Pointing out the groups. Yeah, comparing kids kids to animals. Callback. Yes. I was just <laughs> I was just briefly looking at my phone to see if we missed any good ones, by the way. Oh yeah, please. Marmosets. Look like oh, this is me, I think, maybe. Small manicured bears. <laughs> Would you say you're in um heading towards being becoming a bear? Um I don't want to go into it because I think I probably, if I was fully categorized myself, I'd be an otter. But the, I brought it up on the pot before and yeah. actually really ripped into me about it. Did I? Well, you just made it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> There's also pussycats. Uh, mm. Oh. That's interesting. <gasps> Something oh. about preening and being like coquettish, like, uh, you know, elusive. I, you're kind of, you're kind of. Mean gaze. There you go. So here you go. Pussycats are deceptive since they have the bear look down pat. So pussycats look like bears. But where bears are somewhat shy, pussycats have a dry wit. So I think they are kind of like bitchy bears. God, you know what? I feel like we should start like compiling our own... Like we should be writing like this again. Yeah, this is awesome. And the let's drawings start, are incredible. Let's start stereotyping people again. And let's, put <laughs> let's write a non-fiction book that Tina Fey can turn into a movie that it then can turn into a, a stage musical, musical yeah. and then a movie, movie again. Musical. I'm just like, how many times do we have to hit this story? And are people finding it satisfying to watch like another version of the same tale, but in like a different way? I'm like, what's it? Yeah, have we have we truly run out of stories to tell? I know that we need to remake these films that are from two thousand and four. That just make still something hold up. up. I can make up something right now. It's the tale of a man who kills his lover, and he goes on a boat, mm-hmm. and then tell him to joins Mr. a cabaret club. Oh. Started out sounded like telling to Mister Ripley a little bit there. You know, I'm just. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's easy to make stuff up. I just don't understand why we keep... Make something up right now. Um, okay. It's the story of a woman who works at a school and So she, far it's Matilda. Yeah. And no, there's a kid that she's really invested in. She thinks the kid's going to be a superstar. And then... Is this um, a Hilary Swank film? What Hilary Swank film? Isn't there one on like Dead Poet Society or something? You know, she's like teaching these kids to read. Keep going. I'm interested. She decides that... Um, that potentially successful artist, writer, they're a young writer, amazing writer, is going to be a better writer if they have a hard time. So she goes hard on them on purpose <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to try and make them a better artist. See? That's two movies right there. God, no one steal those ideas. They're amazing. Did I, you know um, the, apparently the SAG Afro deal is about to land? Yes, I think. I think it's just happened. Hasn't Fran... Trisha. Trisha. <laughs> I was going to say, I forgot her last name. Really, like She's been busy. She's been on it. Like, yeah. I hope she, what happens, that's the thing, you sign up to be like, the you know, be like, okay, it's my turn to volunteer as like the head of SAG Afro, like, mm. we've, everyone's done it, you do like two years, don't think, and it just, timing sometimes means you have the worst time yeah. in that job. You were there when it's really all happening. And she's just like, does she? I'm it's like sh- if you sign up the body corp of this apartment oh, and, and then, then had to get earthquake strengthened. 
and suddenly your life is ruined. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want any responsibility. Yeah. I don't want to sign up for anything. She was awesome, Fran. Yeah. On the body corp. (laughs) (laughs) She would be amazing. Can you give me a Fran impression? (laughs) Very similar to my... Actually, maybe that's what my Trump sounds like. These actors... (laughs) They deserve respect. They deserve residuals. (laughs) It's so funny when you hear what they're campaigning for, for like actors' rights in America, and you're like, we don't even get a sniff of what they originally had here in New Zealand. And we're, so what is the Hobbit law? We're legally not allowed to... Strike anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that worked. How does that yeah. work? How did they make that a law? So they're like, hey, we want to speak up against something because we think this is not right. This is like Robert Malcolm and Jennifer Wood Leland. Mm. And then it's like, no, you don't get the deal. And the punishment is you never get to strike Yeah, the again. punishment is there's a new law. It's called the Hobbit law. You can't do Why? But then, but then what if you just do? Well, that's, isn't that the whole point of striking? Yeah, exactly. But maybe they... I don't know. You'll get in trouble. I'm so scared to get How in trouble. How could there be laws around... Because what are the laws like? You can have two strikes and then... Three strikes, you're out. <laughs> three strikes, you're out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't actually, yeah, I don't really know how it works. But it's amazing how quick we were to like adopt the language around the strikes when it was happening, like um, mm. scabs and stuff. Like, yeah, suddenly, love, I love to call anyone a scab. You scab. You scab. Take this back. It's cold, you scab. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm wondering what's going to happen because I think some high-profile names. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really spreading some gossip. Yeah, I love it. We're coming to New Zealand to film some projects because you know, like that was outside of like was allowed with the Oh strikes. yeah. And now they're going to be like, oh god, I'm trapped in Palmerston North. <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed to work back. <laughs> that home. might be one of my favourite stories of the year. Actually, was when that um, FIFA team was stuck in Palmy, and then they're like, yeah. "We want to leave." It sucks. <laughs> it sucks here, yeah. and everyone was like. Oh yeah. yeah, that sounds about You're right. Pretty close How long have you been there for? Two weeks. Oh yeah, no, you have a trip out. Mm. Um, do we have a queen of the week? Queen of the week. Really good question, Fran. Yeah, yeah. Gotta give it up. If, if the deals, if the deal's been done, deal's if done. not, we'll take that crown right off your head. No, but congratulations, Fran. Fran, you are this week's queen of the week. I think the only thing that was holding it up initially was the AI thing. Have they deal dealt with that? You got to presume if it's all cleared up now. I think that might be one of my least favorite things to see online is when someone is like, "Huh, pretty cool," and it's a picture of them like as a superhero using AI. Oh my god, it makes me <laughs> want to ban people from the internet. I'm just like, stop it! It's so d- a carousel of what nine pics of you as a '90s boy. <laughs> you know, it might be like, like my, oh look at my American high school. Photo if using AI and I'm just like, I, yeah. what are you doing? It's you like, can do this and not share it. Yeah, you can just look at it yourself. I've done I'm that. not interested. Oh, I actually don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And also, do you really think that it was worth giving every detail of your life over to whichever <laughs> foreign company <laughs> is making this app? Oh my god! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's yeah. It's is there anything else that's really pissing you off on the internet at the moment? Uh, all of it. Yeah, but I I do have a slight respect for AI in this. We had to use it at work the other day. There was a bad voiceover recording, and then the editor was like, "I used AI and it cleaned it up and got the levels right." And I was like, well, "That's pretty crazy." And that got that was like, I suppose that's what they did with John Lennon on that Beatles song. Did you have you listened to I that? I heard that. Mm, they they. Did you like it? To use AI to separate his vocal from the thing. I, it did get me back on a Beatles buzz. I don't know if I'll listen to that song many more times, but it What's it called again? Like, we're old now. Now and then. Oh, now and then. <laughs> we're old now. But then, I haven't watched the video yet, but apparently Peter Jackson, who obviously, shout out and thank you for the Hobbit lore. King. <laughs> King of the week. <laughs> <laughs> he put a music video, but apparently it's like old footage of John and old footage of George. So they're in their like 30s. But then it's Ringo and Paul now, so they're in their like 
ACs and then they've AI'd them together as if they're a band, but just like two are really old, two are, two are very young. How old do you think Peter Jackson is? God, that's such a good question. Isn't that a crazy question? I'm going to guess... That's 58. Oh, I think... I was almost going to go 70s, but I'm, I'm going to go 64. Okay, how old is Peter Jackson? God, the things we've Googled. It's been like 20 years, like... 62. Yeah. We, so we were kind of on either end of that. Yeah, he feels So like, when he was peaking, he was like 40. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Honestly, that's such a relief. Yeah, thank God. And I hope I too can peak in my 40s and also kind of implement laws <laughs> in the country. You, you're really on this Hobbit law like, <laughs> crusade now, and I love it. Oh, the, well, he's... Every th- uh, Peter Jackson sort of is like... He's won everything because the Shelley Beach thing. Did he win that Shelley as well? Bay, yeah, that development's not happening, which I think. Fuck, he sucks. I don't know if if he listens to the podcast or not. Well, also I don't know ultimately where people sit on Shelley Bay. I don't really know. Oh. I think. I think <laughs> I'm coming in hot. I think some good people. <laughs> to be honest, went into it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> it was a development in Wellington near Peter Jackson's house. He didn't want it. Andrew Foster, the old mayor basically became mayor because Peter Jackson supported yes. his campaign and it was all about that. Um, and it would have been good for high-density housing, but I think ultimately it was maybe also on some Māori land. That oh. I actually could be saying Honestly, the complete making, opposite make, Keep it making it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then breaking news and then, you, and then you just have to constantly run out a story that you think you've got information on. Thank you so much for joining me at 6pm. Shelley Bay. <laughs> Peter Jackson wants to build high-density housing for New Zealanders. But, but the, the mayor, who he got strike. him, who he got him in says no. So Robin Malcolm <laughs> can't strike against the high-density housing. This has been the 6pm news. I think. <laughs> that, that story was from years ago. <laughs> Good <night. laughs> I feel like he sucks. I don't know why he sucks, but I just think... Isn't there the iconic story of him rolling up to set in the chitty chitty bang bang car oh. that he bought and then crashing the car? I love that. Yeah. He's really into like tanks and cars, eh? Old shit. Old shit. Would you get into collecting anything in your later years? I'll be full on model trains. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can confidently say that. If I am in a position where I've got a house with like a basement or a spare room I can do... Down yeah, you I'll go. Have a model train route and and I'll Will you wear a little like train driver hat as you do it? Yeah, but for me, I think it'll be more about painting the miniature scenes than it will be about operating the trains. Do you want to be? Da- Why do you want to be downstairs? Like, is it because it's to always hide. how it is in the movies? Yeah, it always. <laughs> it's like, oh, where's Dad? Oh, there he is. It's funny, there. like, because you could be up. It could be like up with windows. Yeah, but you're like you want to be down, down. like a light that you pull the string and then the bulb goes up at the basement. It's kind of sweet that it's in in kind of like the man cave, I guess. But yeah. then you go in and it's like. That's a little town. What am I going to collect? What are you going to collect? I think probably... I, I mean, I'd love to be an art collector. Mm. But it's... But I'd, I want I want something a bit more, uh, you know, crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know what... I'm, what troll dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Is it troll dolls? <laughs> <laughs> Snoopy toys. Snoopy figurines. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Wizard of Oz memorabilia. Yeah, I can see I that. And you've get... already got a few things, right? Have you got well, I made a felt Dorothy and then I've got a Dorothy Barbie. Yeah, that's good. And I do get a little bit like, ooh, when I see, like, like because Brinley has, because Brinley bought the whole collection of the Wizard of Oz. She was going to gift them all to me and then she got them all and was like, I want some of these. <laughs> so she gave me <laughs> just the Dorothy. It's so good. It's so good. And she told me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then every time I was, at, I was staying at her house for like a month or so, and I, every day I would go into that little front room of hers where the Barbies were set up, mm. and I would just look at them. Are they like, all in their boxes or in their little She seat? took them out. Yeah, nice. And I'd just like hold them and look at them. So I do have a little bit of like a weird fascination yeah. with that stuff. And there's a girl who's like an Aussian, they call themselves, on TikTok, and she often pops up for me. What's an Aussian? I think like oh. Oz. Don't don't yuck my community. I thought <laughs> I think you're an Australian comedian. <laughs> the only hard thing is an Aussian. I don't like Wicked. 
Here's the other thing. Okay, I've got two things. And from that's the news. also another fucking book that's turned into a movie. That was turned into a musical. A book that was a spin-off of a book that wasn't written by the same person. What came. I will say though, in its defense, mm. is that Willy Wonka is acting like it's the Wizard of Oz, yeah, and, and that is not. a universe, and it's not. it's not. He owns a fucking chocolate bar shop. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, here's. T- I've got two amazing pieces of news to tell you. <laughs> oh my god! Here's one. A Bachelor contestant who was on, who I think she might have been kicked out for doing a post interview um, recently. She went to Tish with Lady Gaga and they asked her what she thought of her. And she said, every lunchtime, while they were all trying to eat their lunch, Lady Gaga would be on the piano screaming wicked songs at the top of her lungs. (sighs) Oh my God, that took my breath away. I I had this inkling about Gaga. Like, I felt like anyone who went to school with her. Struggled, yeah. and I felt like in her whole class at Tish, they all were like hoping for her demise, and yeah. she became the most successful. There, <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole on this one. There was a Facebook group, a private group of her classmates, twelve members called Stephanie Germanata. You will never be famous because oh. they all hated her. But uh, but wow. and look, and, and now look, amazing. And but, she is. Talented. She is a sublo- one of the talents of a generation, and I think she has genuinely worked on her personality since then. I think so too. And she's and, and you know what? She just loves the work, but also I definitely you know can identify the people at my drama school who were gagas. It's very telling that she's in a Joker film coming out. The- and that will either re like change the narrative on people who take on the Joker. Yeah. Or she will fall victim to yet another person who has lost their mind. Playing the joke. I think she I mean, was R.I.P. Heath Ledger, but... Um, method. Has she? Yeah. It's not worth it. There's no need. It's a fucking book. Look, you know, and you know who else played that role? Margot Robbie. And guess what? She just had fun. She was like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on, boys. Let's play with their toys. Let's something like that. That's so good. Can I you think give, you just got cast. Can you give me a little bit of Harlequin? Mr. J, it's me, Harley. <laughs> I've been out kidnapping some children for you. Sorry, this just has just reminded me of when on Celebrity Treasure Island, Joe Cotton, for no reason, was dressed as Harlequin and it never got mentioned in the episodes. <laughs> she just dressed up every day. Was this from Fans vs. Fans? It was. I must have missed that because I was out. Filming Super Treasure Animal. It was amazing. She was just a Harley Quinn. She would just dress up every day and no one would talk about it. And one day she dressed up as Harley Quinn. I think the day she got kicked off. She's dressed as Harley Quinn. It's amazing. That's so cool. It's up there. It's one of the funniest things you could dress up as. It's such a funny costume. It's such a funny costume. Okay, secondary story. And this, you will shit. Currently, in New York City, two people are flatting together. And those two people are Patty Lapone and Aubrey Plaza because they're working on a play. Danny in the Deep Blue Sea? Yeah. Is Patty Lapone in it? Yeah. And they're flatting together? They're living together, yeah. What? Because Patty's kind of helping Aubrey get into the role and also just like getting on. Aubrey Plaza was, was like, she's made me soup, she's taking care of me. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's. I guess Patty has a apartment and so she's yeah you say flatting like i immediately go like they've both moved into like <laughs> yeah, yeah. a shitty little yeah. flat together but Their bedside tables and xbox <laughs> box yeah 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 she's like do you want some fanta like there's leftover fanta in the fridge <laughs> <Yeah>, spag <ball. laughs> they both bread. don't know how to cook <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <Having> sizzlers <laughs> do you know we could just eat off like paper plates and then we never have to do our like dishes again hell yeah, high five. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway isn't that Fuck, that's just wild. Incredible to know. Oh my god! I Blows think that would be a great idea. No, I didn't the know play that. that was the, the oh yeah, that, that had already yeah. piqued my interest. I thought, shit, that'd be good because her co-star is an interesting one as well. And I was like, I would love to see that. Who is it? The guy. Who is it? He's attractive. Yeah. Yeah, I read the name and I was like, oh, Danny and the Deep, and it's one of those plays that got like done at drama school. Like people were always doing. Um, Christopher Abbott. Yes, from Girls. From Girls. Which, which as, as, as I've recently reported, I'm back into. He will always be famous. Christopher Abbott? Yeah. 
So I think it's interesting. I think his career is interesting. Always be famous. I, th- I think his career was gonna end after he was written out of girls, mm. and then for and some then what, reason he's. But what has he done? Did he catch twenty two? Yeah, bits and bobs. Yeah, he's now doing he's... a play with Audrey Plaza, who's like maybe the most like sought after actress in yeah. Hollywood at the moment. I would say he's a semi interesting actor. I would say he's not going <laughs> to always be famous. <laughs> he kind of looks like he just keeps popping up. I feel like I, if I what's saw... the name of the other actor in Girls apart from Adam Driver, the guy who played Ray, who's so famous, who actually and Adam Driver actually will always be famous. Adam Driver will always be famous. Oh, the guy who played Ray. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. like the second most famous guy in Girls, and he didn't do the ho- he did like the first two seasons. You're right, but also. Like Donald Glover was also on. Like, God, I've got to rewatch Girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got some highs and lows. What's Lena Dunham up to? She is directing and writing, and this sentence actually makes me want to jump off your balcony. The Polly Pocket movie. That's actually happening. Yeah. Do you know what? You're gonna. You're of course you're excited. I think it's gonna be better than the Barbie movie, but not as popular. Not as popular, but. But the fans will enjoy it more. I think wow. it'll be funnier. I think there was too much pressure on the Barbie movie. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, Leonard Dunham. Oh, Polly Copy Copying Barbie. Copying Barbie. And mm. then everyone's going to be like, that will create a little bit of space for Leonard just to have fun with it. I think I'm just already over what is about to happen, right? Because what we're in right now, and there's a lot of talk about, it, is that Marvel movies are crashing and burning. They are all dying. Marvel is dead. That era of cinema, which went for way too long, is, is coming to its close. But... Barbie is kind of what we're about to see. And so there's Polly Pocket, there's a Barney movie, there's a Thomas the Tank, and they're all going to be these movies about things for kids that are geared towards us as adults. And we're all going to be fucking 38 <laughs> lining up. I'm, go- I'm going to be 38. You can't tell me you're not excited for the Thomas. Thomas the Tank Engine movie. You, I you am want- excited. <laughs> the thing is, I do, I will see it. I am excited. I wish I was part that of the one's dumb. team. That one's dumb. Thomas the Tank Engine. The, Are you kidding me? Well, it's already a TV series. We don't need it. Like, is it going to be like gritty? Yeah, we'll kind of imagine that world where trains have personalities, but it's just like, imagine that premise not in something designed for kids. I'm like, God, it's going to go somewhere interesting, I think. Don't you <laughs> look at me like that. Yeah, because like Barbie, Polly Pocket. What's so interesting about Polly Pocket? Well, she's, she's, just, like a, she's just like a woman. She's, a little, she's just a tiny little she's girl. She's a tiny little girl living in a house, but he's a literal train. Yeah, yeah, we know their personalities guy. anyway. Like, you could just watch the Thomas the Tank Engine series. It's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they'll make this for you, is my thing. Without it feeling ridiculous. I? Give me, like, what do you th- what's Thomas's energy? He's kind of, he, he's, he's always been kind of the top train, and he's a bit tricky, and he's a rival with the, the trucks. He's getting cocky or something. He's getting cocky, yeah. Unless it's going to be like Fast and the Furious, this is probably what they'll do with it. It's not going to be like Fast and the Furious. Surely, oh. To me, it's because it's... You want it to be like a coming-of-age story about how this train is gay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. In a little island community, because they live on the island of Sodor and the thing, and it's like a beautiful little English village. Oh, my God. I think it's going to rip. I think... I just don't see how, because they can't get off the tracks. Well, well there we go. They? Have I just written the, the fucking film? You, we just wrote a third <laughs> film on one podcast. we got to wrap it up. We've got to wrap it up. Hey, this has been another week's episode, and we can say that because it's our... Well, it's we, we sort of slowed down. Fifth week in the row, but we did. But one week, none came out. But but I we're think, working so hard. I think they were like nine days apart, and they've been hits. They've, they've been all been hits. hits. And thank you um, to for, our sponsors. To our sponsors, um, <laughs> McDonald's, <laughs> Coke, Fuck, <laughs> Nestle. <laughs> <laughs> Callies, <laughs> a famous New Zealand brand. Yeah, no, we would love some sponsorship from Cullies. Cullies, you know what I keep calling? Yeah, them? I don't know why you. Call, you why am I saying Callies? I've got no idea because it's C U L L Y. Yeah, little cartoon of a. Where have they? Where have they come from? Yeah, just suddenly they were everywhere. Yeah, and it's like if you've ever thought about a type of mayonnaise you want, guess what? They Cullies have made it. Callies have made it. They've run the ad. Yeah. Um, feel free to write us a review. We haven't had one in a while. And Eli checks them. <laughs> I'm, I've got an automatic email. Really? 
from a website called Chartable, which tells you exactly where your podcast is. Where are we sitting on the podcast that ranks? Uh, In the comedies, we are in the 20s. Oh, let's get us up to um, in the 10s. Yeah, thank you, guys. (laughs) All right, we love you. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. It's the male game. They're both male and they're both gay. The Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.